This is another episode of Marketing, Management, and Money with your host, Ryan Owens. And your host, Ryan Murray. Welcome back. We are excited to have you with us. We are going to be diving into the topic of margins today, and we feel like this is a really important topic to tackle. Um, we've had several conversations in recent history around margins and you know what, what they can mean for your business and how to handle that side of the business appropriately, right? Because I feel like so many businesses look at margins and they just say, oh yeah, that's a good number. I'll go for that. But there's so much behind it that we need to understand and make sure that we're utilizing margins properly within our business because it can really make or break, you know, the direction of your business, whether you stay afloat or go under, especially like in recent times when times get kind of tough, you know what I mean? It's really important to understand where those things lie in your business and what effect they can have. Absolutely. Now, warning, in order to understand margins, you got to get technical. Yeah. And so, you know, we're going to, we're going to jump in. We're going to enjoy just, just getting technical on this one. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) We'll try. (laughs) No, it will be pure enjoyment. And the, uh, the first thing that I want to kick off with is understanding the difference between a product-based business and a service-based business. Okay. If you are a service-based business, your margins are a lot bigger. You have a lot more room and you've got a lot more flexibility. Now, the first distinction that needs to be made is if you're service-based, you're really not calculating a cost of goods sold. Now, we're over on the profit and loss side of the financials. We're going to we're going to be looking at both sides, but margin is a P&L discussion. So, yeah. anytime anyone is saying what are our margins, you know, whether they're talking about a gross margin or a profit margin, they're talking about the P&L, the profit and loss, the income statement. Those are all the same thing. That's what they're talking about. And so when we're looking at this from a service-based business, you don't have a cost of goods sold, which means that you don't have a gross profit, which means that you don't have a gross margin. Right. And it's a lot easier to manage that profit margin when you don't have to deal with the gross margin. And so that's that's the first like I, I just I just climbed up to the high dive and I just dove in. Yeah. I'm just like, come on, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna hit this one. We're gonna just we're gonna just start sprinting. Yeah, no, know? no, that's great. Um, maybe this is getting a little bit too into the weeds, but a question that I feel like is probably on a lot of our listeners' minds. It's a question that I feel like I've gotten several times. Is with a service based business. Yeah, you don't have a cost of goods sold, but you still have all of this time and energy and effort that went into developing the service or, you know, acquiring the skill set or whatever that is. Yes. And doesn't that count for something? You know, it, it, it does. And here's the other technical thing. Uh, oh, man, we're just going to hit like I know <laughs> te- technical speed bump after technical speed bump. It'll be like, oh, I'm feeling good. Boom, 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 boom. You know, yeah. it's just so. Um, when you are talking about margin, you really are talking about a, um, a, a very specific financial calculation. Right. And so when you get into some of these other considerations, they're not as clearly defined in terms of financial ratios. And so if I'm a service-based business, one of the things, and we talked about this recently in one of our previous episodes, is what are you worth? 
right know, what what what's your value and that really hits on kind of that uh that that idea of okay if I'm going out and I'm spending the time or I'm prospecting, you know, how much can I prospect? Because you're not getting paid for prospecting. Right. You know, so how much can I prospect before I'm starting to lose money or it's not worth it or, you know, I get upside down in it. And, and, and so those types of things make a lot of sense. And I would recommend that if you're a service-based company, you know, check out the episode, what are you worth? And that's going to answer a lot of this question that you're getting into. But when we're talking about margins, there really is a very finite, specific financial calculation that we're going to be looking at. And, and so maybe, maybe we should give that calculation. So Yeah, that, that's probably a good <laughs> idea. Um, first off, though, I like how you brought up that distinction of... Um, and, and the last episode or one of the last episodes that we did of getting into what you are worth. I feel like that's a great way to separate the, you know, discovering that side of things, what you're worth and being in a service-based business type of thing versus calculating this margin. So yeah, yeah let's, let's dive right into it. Let's get to that calculation. Okay. So the easy way to remember margin is that we always want to compare it to the sales side of thing. And we want to say, you know, for every dollar of sales, how much do I actually get to take home? And so if I'm looking at a profit margin, so profit margin is looking at the whole P&L. This is at the end of the day, how much profit, just straight across the board profit, did I make? And so, you know, in very simple terms, if I make $100 and, or excuse me, if I sell $100, so I make $100 in sales and I get to keep $15, then I have a 15% profit margin. Right. And so I'm going to put the 15 on top. I'm going to divide it by the sales number of 100 and it's going to come up with 15%. Now, obviously, I used some <laughs> really clean numbers. Yeah. So the <laughs> I was going to say, it would be so beautiful. If that uh, it, always how it was how clean it was, yeah. not that small. Oh, we want I, it bigger. I, I was gonna say lots we're, bigger. We're talking like lemonade stand numbers. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> lots it would bigger. Be so beautiful, but that clean. <laughs> oh baby, and and so you know I, I'm gonna put that sales number on the bottom. Sure. Now I can do the same thing. You know we talked about the uh, the gross margin, and all I'm doing is I'm taking the gross profit, mm-hmm. and what the gross profit is is I'm subtracting out that cost of goods sold, and I'm saying if I take out that cost of goods sold, how much profit do I have left? Now I'm going to divide that by sales, and that's going to be a much higher number. You know you're typically going to see you know gross uh, gross margins of like sixty seventy percent. That's not uncommon, yeah, right? Right. And, and so that's, that's the basic calculation. Now you can do, you can do margin on a per product or a per item. You know, you could say, all right, if I'm going to sell this item for, and maybe this is where the hundred dollars comes in, I'm going to sell this item for a hundred dollars. And, you know, by the time we're done covering all of our costs in it, we actually make $15, you know, that would be the, the margin. And you've got to look at it and you got to say... That's some really good lemonade. It better be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, you know, that's that's when my kids do the lemonade stand and the neighbor across the street just thinks that they're adorable. And so, you know, yeah. he's paying like 20 bucks a cup for lemonade. Right? Here's a nickel and a $20 chip. <laughs> Dang. 
And I'm always telling him, I'm like, that doesn't teach them business principles. <laughs> not my problem. Not I know, my right? It's, it's cute, man. <laughs> so if I'm selling a product for $100 and I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay, what does it cost for me to to make this sale? And so, you know, more often, like, you're, you're looking at it kind of a, of a gross margin uh, calculation because mm-hmm. you're looking at your costs that are going directly into the product, not all of your operating costs that are going into the company. Right. And a lot of times you'll see these businesses, they'll put thresholds in place and they'll say, okay, you know, we want all of our, you know, um, all of our products have to have at least a 60% margin or else we're not going to do it because that that's how much we need to cover all of our operating expenses. Right. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I think that that's a mistake because, you know, not every not every product is going to sell at the same rate as other products. And yeah, that's it. You know, you might have a widget that flies out the door, and you're getting 40 percent margin on it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, yeah. right? But just because you get sixty percent margin and you sell one a year, like that doesn't make it worth it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so it's it. It's not just about the margin, right? Like you have to consider, take it, take these other things into consideration as well. Well, and one of the things that I love to take into consideration is if I'm going to sell a loss leader because I'm trying mm. to, you know, yep. may, maybe I'm trying to acquire new customers. Yeah. Or another thing is I might take a low margin on something because of complementary sales. Exactly. And, you know, yeah, if it's part of your marketing strategy to offer this product, by all means, take a loss on it or get a break even or barely minimum, you know, type of a margin for what else it can do for you. And and this is where marketing and finance merge is in the margin and the break even calculations. I feel like there needs to be a sound effect for that. <laughs> it's got to be a very special sound effect though. No pressure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not flattering at all. I, I if, don't know. If, if that merge between finance and marketing was a woman and you gave her that sound effect, she wouldn't be happy nor impressed. <laughs> like if, <laughs> I don't know, man, if that's your mating call to that, to that woman, you failed. Wah, man. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a National so, Geographic. So a guy walked into a bar, <laughs> and every woman walked out. <laughs> so, but this is where the uh, the finance and the marketing need. To, <laughs> it works. See. <laughs> You make fun of it, but it works. It doesn't work. And it sticks. You will be remembering this. Oh, my God. I'm never going to be able to do a training ever again (laughs) and talk about that aspect without freaking just almost coming to tears. Yeah. Goodness sakes. And and, and there there, there were visuals with that, like, you know. Yeah. I know our our listeners can't see it, but the the hands coming together. Yeah. It was great. Anyway. So... You know, this is when you're running your business and you need to look at the financial side of it and you need to look at the marketing side because a lot of times, uh, you know, working the margins is where you're going to get the sale. 
Yeah. And and you'll hear the expression, you know, uh, the tight margin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. basically what that means is you don't have a lot of room for error. Your costs are so tight. The competition is so fierce that, you know, the deals are made and lost on, on pennies, you know. Yeah. And, and so you're in there trying to negotiate these deals. Yeah. And you've got to understand where the margins are. And, and so if you're running your business well, if you're really running your business well, what should be happening is whoever's in charge of your finances should be dialing in those margins per product and looking at those and saying, okay, this is where our margins are. This is where we can be competitive. And they should be communicating that to the marketing team. And if that's a team of one, you know, if yeah. you got, you know, some dude over here doing the finance and, you know, some dude over here who's out there selling it. Yeah. And, and, and the guy doing the finance is like, okay, this is where the margins are. And then the guy selling it is like, all right, I know what I can offer and I know what I can't offer. And that's how I'm going to go out and sell. And yeah. and if if you don't provide that information, you're really handicapped the sales team. Well, and and for me, it the key word or term or concept here is is understanding, right? Mm-hmm. To me, this is a level of business that the vast majority of businesses don't operate on, yeah. right? And it's so unfortunate because it's not that difficult to get to. It just takes a little bit of time to be able to understand. Look at where things are at and why are we doing this this way? Why is our marketing team selling this as a complimentary product? Or why are they selling this at a loss? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I say marketing team, but if I'm a small business owner and I'm working with a sales guy and I understand the margins and I'm saying, hey, man, why are you selling this below cost? Like you're killing me here. Right. You know what I mean? If you understand that, well, hey, He's selling it at below cost because the aftershock or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, like the after effect of that is that he gets in the door and it becomes a lifetime customer or he gets in the door and it gets him another type of a sale that's a much higher margin type of a deal. Yeah. If you understand that, then it's okay, right? And so understanding margins isn't this pain in the freaking butt financial whatever that you just should ignore and you know check off with your accountant once a year when you're doing <laughs> your taxes i don't know whatever no no offense to the accountants out there but they don't know what margin is touche okay touche <laughs> that's just like <laughs> like if your accountant does and i know i just i totally offended all the accountants who were listening <laughs> if your accountant is familiar with margin bonus but th- give them a high five and a tip. Yeah, because they don't know what tips are either. Touche. <laughs> Jeez. Ouch. Sorry. I feel like I feel like we need to do an episode somehow making accountants feel good. <laughs> we probably should, <laughs> but not today. So back to margin. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like it, this. It's it understanding, beca- right? It becomes a marketing expense. Yeah. And it's like, okay, how much am I willing to pay to prospect? Right. And if I do that on the margin, then that's better than just making it a flat out expense. But you've got to understand that in order to play that game. Exactly. And, you know, I've gotten in with businesses 
and I'll be talking to the management and they're like, oh yeah, we, we told them that, you know, they, they can't make sales if it's going to lose us money. Like that's just a bad sale. And I'm like, uh, how do you acquire customers? Oh man, we struggle to acquire customers. Yeah. Well, well there's your correlation because yeah. <laughs> you told, yeah. you told your salespeople not to go and do anything that could cost the company money. Yeah. But that's how you acquire, yeah. you know, people, they're looking for a deal. They're shopping. They want to feel like they got a deal and smart business knows where those thresholds are and they push the limits a little bit. Yeah. So like if you're, I, I, so growing up we had rabbits, right? <laughs> like little pet bunnies. All and right. I was just thinking of like, when we would try to get them back in the cage they, for, for a little kid, Bunnies can be fast, right? It's a, it's funny to watch, but I think they get faster the older I get. Actually, <laughs> it's been a while, so yeah, probably. But no, we used to like. I was just thinking about how we used to like throw down little treats for them, right, to guide them back into their lure. Pen. You wanted to say lure. It sounds so well, conniving, but it's essentially. The word. Well, I, but that's what sells is, right? Yeah. You're I mean, luring someone into your company. Exactly. And sometimes you have to do that a lot. Like you have to go back month after month and take donuts or movie tickets or high fives or just a check in. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, change a spare tire. Like weird. the weirdest things happen in sales. <laughs> anyway. That was weird. <laughs> I know. But uh, if you, you know, you throw down these treats and at first, like you're just giving that away to the rabbit, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, the rabbit's not back in the pen yet and the rabbit hasn't gotten to where it's like, Oh, this is where I want to be. Or I'm, I haven't gotten the rabbit to where it's like, Oh, that's where I want you to be at. I have to give that out first. Like that happens in business. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that kind of idea, I want to tie in another thing that is such a nerdism but makes a huge difference in correctly running your business. Is there a sound effect for this one too? Uh, Not to put you on the spot, but it better be a good one. Wonk. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wonk. There you go. No. Perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm going to program these into the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be like a 1930s <laughs> old school radio program. Oh, my gosh. Murder mystery theater. Jeez. So the margin is calculated on the P&L. The margin is a profit calculation. Yeah. Margin is not a cash flow calculation. And I see this happen a lot where people will look at things like capital investment and they'll say, well, okay, if this is our capital investment, then this is what it's going to do to our margins. And I'm like, um, no, 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 no. Capital investment happens on the balance sheet. Yeah. Margin happens on the P&L. Right. Do not get that confused. Right. Margin is not a cash flow calculation. And so if your business is trying to operate in terms of cash flow, you're looking at it differently. Don't do margin calculations to understand cash flow. It doesn't work that way. And I see people do this 
and I see them make the mistake. And what the mistake is specifically is when they run the margin calculations, they'll put their costs in there, which is appropriate because costs and expense are the same thing. But then they'll put their capital or cash outflows into the equation, and you can't do that. You cannot take a cash outflow and say that it is part of a margin you know, calculation. So I, I'm, I'm a little bit high level here. Let me put an example together. Okay? Yeah, that's what I was just going to have you take a shot at. So I was working with a company, and they were outsourcing one of their products. And they were trying to determine whether they should manufacture it in-house or whether they should continue to outsource. In order to manufacture in-house, they had to do a substantial upfront payment, cash payment, to get the equipment to manufacture. That is capital that goes on the balance sheet. Okay? Right. They were looking at it and they were saying, all right, well... If we manufacture in-house, it's going to change our margins because our cost structure will now change. And so it was actually going to, um, you know, kind of slightly improve the margins, but it had that huge capital outflow. Right. And that's what they were trying to debate is they're like, oh, do I take the better margins with the capital outflow? There's nothing wrong with trying to determine whether you want to go margin or whether you want to go capital. But you cannot take it. You can't say, all right, my capital outflow is X, so therefore my new margin is Y. It doesn't work that way. The way that it works is it creates a new break-even And so you look at the volume and you say, at what point do I cover my capital outflow? Not my capital outflow now raised my margin. And that's what I kept trying to tell them is I'm like, no, no, no. This actually lowers your margin by bringing it in-house. You now have lower margins that you're working with. But you have to cover that capital outflow. And they're just like, no, 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 we have higher margins because we have that expense. And I'm like, mm-mm, it didn't change your margin, it changed changes your cash. Your break, changes your break-even point. Exactly. And and that's what I mean. And you've got to understand that calculation. We, we did a couple sections on break-even, so if you want to run the numbers and learn how to do that break-even, you can check out those episodes that we did on break-even. But you've got to understand the difference between margin and cash. They're not the same thing. And if you're putting them on mm-hmm. one spreadsheet in one column, you don't understand it. Yeah. Sorry. I, no. no just, I, I just called it out. <laughs> well, again, it's one of those things that I feel like, you know, maybe this is another step up from where we just were. But it's one of those steps that you can take as a small business owner or entrepreneur or whatever in, in taking the time to understand this and implement it into your business that honestly, it will take your business to the next level. Mm -hmm. It's far and away above your competition because the vast majority of businesses don't understand this. They don't take time to understand this. And even those that do still struggle to implement it. They still, you know, because by that point, usually it's, um, a CFO that they've brought into the company that understands it. And the CFO is trying to explain this to them and they're like, well, it doesn't make sense. So we're not going to do it. And I mean, that sounds absurd, but 
it happens so much. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So honestly, you take time to understand this and and put it into practice and you will be far and away above much better off than your competition yeah. and other small businesses. Yeah. And so if we got a little bit deep and you're thinking, holy crap, you guys were talking about so much stuff. I wanted to understand it. It was hard to understand some of this stuff because it, it gets into the numbers. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited that we're launching our growth by the numbers training. We're going to be launching that here in just a couple months. And so, you know, if you want to go deep with this, that's where you do it. And so, you know, check it out online. It's www.marketingmanagementmoney.com. You can check out those episodes that we were referencing. You can check out some of the resources that, you know, we're, we're putting out there. And we, we just, we want you guys to be successful in your company. And so yeah, hopefully sure. you enjoyed this. You know, it, it was a lot to cover in terms of talking about it. It's, it's, it's hard to just hear it yeah. and not, not visualize it. It's a little bit heavy. It, it is a little bit heavy, but it's, it's worth it. Oh, for sure. It's worth understanding your margin. And I see so many businesses that, you know, they, they, they get about 20% of, of it and they, they're missing 80% of it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is because they've got that 20%, they're like, Oh, oh yeah, I, I, I know margins. And I'm sure. like, mm, I don't think you do. And simple test do the calculations. Yeah. If they're comfortable, you probably know margins. But if you can't just off the top of your head run the calculations, do a couple of comparisons and feel comfortable with that, you don't know them as well as you need to. Yeah. I'll stop lecturing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap up for the day. Yeah. You know. Well, and I was going to say um I know we say this time and time again on our episodes, but in all honesty, if you guys have questions about this kind of stuff, reach out. We're happy to you know, throw something into an episode to give more examples or clarify something. If we need to go deeper on one of these points, by all means, let us know and we're happy to help out. Yeah. You can find us at MMM small biz. That would be our Twitter handle or again, that website, www.marketingmanagementmoney.com and reach out to us. Tune in again. We'll catch you next week. Thanks guys. Mm -hmm.